1: Hi, buddies. It's the award winning sportive podcast. I'm Brandon with me tonight. Uh, let's do a little quick roll call. Stu, are you here? I'm here. Uh, Clarence, you here? What's up, fuckers? John, absent. Hopefully, he'll be we joining don't know us momentarily. Where he is. We are worried. Uh, we, as of, as of right now, are still under the impression that he's alive. But that's all we know about his whereabouts. Well, we
3: can't know that for sure with the existence of no. I'm going children. with, I'm going with dead. Yeah, John's dead.
1: <laughs> He's yeah. probably dead. Uh, we have got a lot to discuss tonight, sports wise. We also put out a call. We for... We do. Well, uh, yeah. There's there's things. Um, we also put out a call for some ask sportive questions. So we'll get to those. Um, I said there's less of sports to discuss. Nothing good. I don't think at all. As I put out the, uh, as I mentioned, the ask Sportive request was put out. Our friend Hans wrote and just simply asked, "What's the point anymore?" And I think that's unanswerable. I have no idea what the point of any of this is anymore. Sports.
2: Well, the Dutch are notoriously bleak.
1: So. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty Dutch this week. There's yeah. just sports sadness abounds. I would say. There's not a lot
2: of positivity out there.
1: Not a whole lot. So I think I want to run down a few different sports teams, what have you, and and throw in some other ask sportive randoms, and just try to see if there's anything that can pull us out of our sports funk. Like what, which team or scenario will give us the will to live soonest, if ever? Hmm. So let's start out uh, with the most pressing thing, at least at least nationally. The NFL playoffs this weekend, Sunday afternoon, huge weekend, four great teams. Clarence, are there any outcomes that'll make you, that'll pull you out of the funk? That'll make, I mean, I know you want, uh, I don't even think New England losing will be enough for you. What if they all are arrested during the game?
3: During, on live television. Live television. Arrested.
1: They just swarm in and Belichick is just taken down with... Extreme prejudice.
3: That would make me let's say I don't know about happy. Mm-hmm. Let's say justified? You feel justified? Hmm, no. If they hold like court, like right there at the fifty yard line. I uh-huh. want a conviction <laughs> right also. <in> <laughs> I don't want I don't want a long drawn out process. I want a conviction. So the arrest and And also the trial and an outcome. I, I want all of that. then I'd be pretty happy. And lifetime sentence. I don't want him back out enjoying <laughs> freedom. That's undeserved. I want a lifetime sentence. So that for one, all of them, like supermass
2: jail and like the Colorado Rockies, that one. Yes, we're one of I'll, those like, mask things like drill. Uh,
3: Into the side of a mountain. I want it. Oh, okay. Impenetrable.
1: Fire him into the sun. Would that be okay? That sentence?
3: Do we have that technology? I mean, I know people say that.
1: Well, I mean, you know, we're not allowed to technically know about it, but yeah, there's been people that have been fired into the sun. You know, one of these private government deals where someone just, you know, disappears, they're shot into the sun. It's a it's a pretty well known fact if you are on the right forums.
3: Hmm. So I'm not worried. I'm worried that he'll come back.
1: So still, we'll find more a way more powerful than ever. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine, Commissioner Belichick? Who, President President Belichick? How does that sit with you, Clarence? President mm-hmm. Belichick. <laughs>
3: Uh, I'm not, I was going to say something. Uh, I'm not going to. Uh, you just wanted about to. Just book up political. You Holy are. cow, I got, uh, nearly got poli- like half a second from getting political. Were you going to
1: do a funny folksy rhyme that made no sense? Rat no, wing I... and gun cling and something. Or...
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, um, it's
1: probably taken out of context, but it's the funniest six second vine I maybe I've ever seen. Sarah Palin mid speech just fumbled over a few words and they were just perfectly captured in six seconds and it just
3: tickled. Oh, is big. that what everybody was going oh, crazy about? You with gotta her? see it. I saw that she's back in the news and that's I'm I'm out. I don't
1: yeah, no. I won't participate. <laughs> don't pay attention, but try to find like this vine. It's perfect because it's if you think less about a politician, more of just a bad public speaker. Like if Tony just picture mm-hmm. being Tony Robbins and just that weirdly man, fumbling over a lot. rhyme and it was just mwah beautiful. Okay, so we are now have agreed that if there is a guilty verdict of a life sentence at the 50-yard line during the Patriots game, that will bring you out of your funk.
3: Guilty verdict, conviction, lifetime conviction, sentence.
1: lifetime sentence on the field, still televised, so you can see it happen.
3: I want to see it happen, yes.
1: Okay, so that put a little spring in your step.
3: I'd be, yes i would smile, yeah. I, would I, know, smile. I would crack a smile. i would crack a smile other than that i don't I'm, I'm mad
1: you don't have any other skin in the game this weekend of
3: of uh mm, i i it's doubtful i will watch
1: oh wow okay i know you got things going on so that's uh
3: i just get angry
1: i get i get jealous petty uh-huh. petty is
3: probably the best word
1: and we've talked about this before, but you do you never adopt a uh, second team, a second playoff team, or is it just this year, none of them are really tickling your fancy?
3: Pretty rare. Okay. I will cheer for a close game. Mm-hmm. If I'm indifferent, like I have teams I don't like that I'll cheer against, and I will adopt who they're against. Okay. Otherwise, I'll just cheer for a close game, like crazy game. Something like the packers arizona is ideal for me when I don't care. Except in that sense, I did care because I don't want the Packers to win. Sure, so it all worked out well. But holy cow, was that crazy? Mm.
1: They burned like fifty years worth of Hail Marys in one season. <laughs> Amazing. The three years, one year. Crazy. Uh, I believe John has potentially joined us. John, is that true?
2: It sure, looks like it.
1: John,
3: proof of life. John, hold up today's John? newspaper.
2: John, nope. Nope. He's talking, but no, there's no. Noise I knew coming.
3: it. John's dead. Yeah.
2: John is dead.
3: Tried to tell you guys.
1: His wife put up a cardboard <laughs> cutout of John and dialed in just so <laughs> oh, we can see John, looks... which is, I guess, That's nice of
3: haunted. That it... would suck. You're haunted by John. That would be the worst. That would be a terrible ghost to have. Like you just hey, what's up in the wild, and he's like. <laughs> Wilder up 5-4. to four. Well, these guys are going to lose. <laughs> Shut up, Ghost. I want to hear that.
2: You're, you're so right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Watching for football. And they're up by a touchdown with a minute it's left. I nope. wonder oh, how we're... they're going to screw this up. It just keeps you reminding you of past.
1: Remember 2003 <laughs> Michigan? Fuck, yes. <laughs> Quit telling me about Remember
3: it. Remember when a p- punter flubbed it against Wisconsin? Shut up, Ghost. Nobody needs you around. No, we Force know. Ghost.
1: Worst ghost. Um, Stu, anything? I don't think you can hear
2: this. I wish you could hear this.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Stu, anything? Uh, oh, he, he just gave us the finger. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got <laughs> he's
1: got us. He can hear us, but can't say anything. This is this is brilliant. Um, for us, for three of us. Stu, anything going on this weekend? Uh, NFL playoff wise
2: that would make you happy? Do you got any? Have you adopted a team? Um, I, I I live in a um. A Broncos house when the Vikings were out. Since uh, Mandy grew up a Broncos fan because her dad's from Golden. Okay. So it's more she there's pictures of her in an Orange Crush t-shirt from when she was a wee tot. So a Broncos victory would certainly make home life easier. That's um, important. Um, go, but Broncos,
3: I do th- then. go Broncos!
2: Go Broncos! <laughs> um, I do think the two best teams left are both the AFC are both the NFC teams. And I think whoever wins that game will be the prohibitive favorite against whoever comes out of the AFC. And I think I did pick Carolina to win it all. So I think a Carolina-Denver Super Bowl is about the best. But, I mean, it's not going to lift me out of a, any Minnesota sports funk whatsoever. I just – that would be the preferred outcome of those two games today. so Or on Sunday, I should say. But, nope, still depressed. Sure,
1: sure. Yep, makes sense. Um, I would love the Patriots and the Panthers to win. God. <laughs> Why is the insufferable. Patriots? I don't yeah. know. Because I... you're is an, an insufferable is it, is it just, because so,
2: well, just because they're so beaten up that you just feel like, despite their past, that it is such a... Who the hell running for the Patriots? You know, who do you think is running for the Patriots, honey? Damn it. No, it's Proxy. Clarence got no clarence. She gets, she, she gets clarence. She's not paying attention what? on Twitter. She doesn't, she, she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> she checks it out. She, she checks it out. Hurtful. Oh. I know. <laughs> clarence is actually hurt. You you found a way to hurt him. You penetrated a hard, hard shell. that he it built finally up over happened. a year after here.
1: Episode 143. He finally <laughs> hurt his feelings. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh my God. Uh, no, I think it's because I'm a shameless front runner. Oh, the hell. <laughs>
3: Insufferable butthole.
1: Yeah. No, I I like the way that they cheat. They're really good at like those uh-huh. little tiny cheats that so they do. A, Makes me happy. No, no, if
2: you're gonna go down go down the Oakland path from the seventies and just be dirtbags. Yeah, they were These better guys are cheaters. All, they were really good at cheating.
1: Yeah, I think the Patriots have got some cheating things going on, some schemes that we don't even know about, you know? That won't be figured out for fifty years. And that's impressive. That they're able to to cheat in a way that's really hard to detect. I, I'm impressed with it. I think it's, it's ingenuity
2: at its finest. Okay, well, enough, enough of that. Let's see if John has anything to say. John? Can you hear me this time? Hey, John! Hey, there he is! I think uh, um, the whole Br- time Brannon's was a- lies before. You um, can hear me. <laughs> I know this. Um, Brandon is in the middle of some New England Patriots apologetics, so can you please, please... Can we yeah.
3: mute
2: him? I like. I just
1: like some of the shit that they've done to win in the no. past. It's been. It's get been impressive.
3: Podcast uh, canceled. Ch- they put John. Will you promise to haunt him? Yes. when You die. <laughs> no,
0: Thank
3: I'm you. coming to your house, Clarence. <laughs> what?
1: Get you of It's the only way anyone ghosts. any one of us is going to get invited to your <laughs> <Yeah>. house.
3: <laughs>
0: It's going to be nice to visit Clarence's house without shotgun shells
2: raining down upon me. It's the only way to do it. A peaceful visitor, you have to be a ghost. He knows an Anglican priest who's got a thing or two about a thing or two about (laughs) ghost shooting.
3: (laughs) I'll ship up the whole fucking country of Argentina up here. (laughs) Haiti, all of them. All kinds of spells and shit. Get you out of here. Ghost. (laughs) Ghost John. Ghost John.
2: Okay, so in, in, anyway, John, the uh, the discussion point is: what's is anything in the uh, football game this weekend going to take us out of our sports funk? Well, um, the Packers is there are any result?
0: Lost. I know, yeah, I know, no, we already talked about of... the Packers losing. That's a big deal.
1: Yep, that was a big deal. Hey. Can anything make you happy at all, John? At all?
0: Well, the Patriots losing would be helpful. I'd like if the Patriots lost a lot.
1: Okay. Yes. There's a good chance of that.
0: But I don't want them to lose. Like a close game, so they can feel like they have a moral victory. I'm thinking like 58 to nothing, something like that. They don't strike me
2: as moral victory guys. <laughs> are you familiar with how Peyton Manning is throwing the ball right now? Yeah, it ain't going to be 58 to. Peyton nothing. Manning's throw punts are really not going to help yeah, anybody. They be uh, like a 17-16 or something like that.
1: If the Broncos win at all, I, I'll have to go back and look at this, but they'd be this would be one of the worst offenses to win in like the past 25 years.
2: It would have to be.
1: Their offense is, they're like 25th they're, in the league or something. It, they were terrible.
2: You, similar to like the Ra- the Dilfer Ravens Super Bowl team. Yep.
1: Yep. I bet it's similar to that. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Well, Wade.
2: Have, I mean, at least, um, the Ravens had a decent running game this, last year. This year it's been that platoon with uh, Hillman and uh, CJ Anderson. Right, right. But yeah, so and yeah. New
1: England's beat up enough where I think it's like a two-point uh, line right now in Vegas. So that's yeah. uh, that's basically a coin flip.
2: I am bummed that New England didn't get the home game just because that there's apparently a giant blizzard hitting the East Coast. Yeah, when is do like that happening? I like watching a snow game on TV. I'm not.
3: Well, what Carolina's hit. on the East Coast? Are they going to get it? Right, there's just going to be
2: rain. This, well, I know well, Washington DC is getting hit, and that's fairly close. Yeah,
3: that can't be too far north. I, I don't have an atlas in front of me, but man,
2: you don't have your atlas
1: in front of you. We're recording.
3: No. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. Drop, Drop the ball. The oh, there goes Drop my next seven segments. Oh, I do got a giant atlas.
0: Where is Quinnipiac anyway?
1: <laughs>
3: In New York State. Callback.
1: Good callback. Okay, well, let's move on from the NFL playoffs. Vikings. Is there okay. any Vikings news that can pull us out of the doldrums? Anything could happen... There's a rumor now that Norv might be being replaced. That would make us all jump for joy. Yes, isn't that
3: crazy? An intrigue, what an odd yeah. thing. Intrigue, palace
1: yeah. intrigue. We love intrigue.
2: It's our middle name. All of our dude.
3: Who knows the most job. about it? Who wants to recap what happened today?
2: Um, I think. It. I I just saw a couple of tweets. I think wasn't Zolgad leading the speculation train on this? That if Pat Shermer, the former head coach and former OC for the Eagles is in town to interview. He's not in town to interview for the empty running back's coach position. He's not going to take that much of a step.
3: That would seem unlikely. That would be a step down to do a job he's never done before. He's been a head coach in offensive coordinator and a quarterback's coach earlier in his career. So that would seem unlikely that he'd come here to be running back's coach. The, uh, is that the only opening right now? That's the only opening, but they are talking, the other uh, speculation is that maybe they would create a position like you see elsewhere. Spread game analyst. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good uh,
3: well, what they're saying is <laughs> passing game coordinator is the title I've heard. Passing game coordinator. Passing. That's kind of his forte. Okay. But uh, the other speculation that I've heard is that uh Scott Turner, Norv's son, who is the current quarterback's coach, may be asked to take a demotion to running back's coach. Okay. And Norv may not like that. No. And then if Norm were to leave, then that's what this Shermer guy would be interviewing for, is Norm leaving. And Shermer would be the offensive coordinator.
0: Don't the Vikings Hmm. also have an offensive line coach position open?
3: That's
2: Sperano, isn't it? They
3: filled it Sperano. They
2: filled Sperano, the old uh, head coach from, uh,
1: say, the Dolphins. Dolphins.
3: Now, was Tony,
1: Tony Sperano, I believe, and Wade, please correct me if I'm wrong, I think he was the guy that took over interim coach for the Oakland Raiders, and his first day he went out to, like, the practice area and literally buried a football in, like, a... A ceremony to show them it's a new day or something.
3: I could be,
1: huh?
0: Well, that's those high school motivational tactics that the what the Vikings offensive line really
2: needs. I was waiting for you to do some sort of weird racially uh, charged Italian impersonation of someone burying a body <laughs> in a forest somewhere.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh!
2: <laughs> for
0: Italian, don't we it's usually have Clarence imitate Tony Danza?
3: <laughs> that is the only impersonation I do is Tony Danza, <laughs> and I I only do seven words. I don't I don't do a full impersonation.
1: That's really all you need. He's only got about eleven.
3: I think your Rick Spielman I,
0: is probably a better impersonation.
1: <laughs> Boy, that was
3: <laughs> my my So, Dan- so Danzo is Angela. That's <laughs>
2: one yeah.
3: of the words. That <laughs> was one of the words. Samantha. <laughs> Mona. Jonathan. <laughs> that's it. That's four. So, four words.
1: <laughs> I feel like you could get it to a Fonz pretty easily as well. You just sort of it's, transition right over. They live that. in the
3: same neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, They're right next door to each other. Yeah, they're cousins. Uh, Mrs. C. That, that's my Fonz. <laughs> yeah, Angela. That's a- my Tony a- Danza So, you're right.
2: Yeah,
1: it's the same. <laughs> And then Nick uh, from Family Ties. You can do that one too.
2: That was Nick from Family Ties that he was doing there, sort of, too.
1: Yeah, they all are. It's
3: um, incredible. Nick from, I can picture him. I'm trying to think what he might say. <laughs> Tina Yost.
2: Tina Yost. <laughs> I can't think of is, I can't
3: think of anybody's name actually on the show. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, Little Alex. brother Brian. Alex P. Keaton. <laughs> yeah, Alex, Alex P. And P. Keaton. And the two I don't sister. know why. Why would he say his full name? I, I don't know. Jason Bateman sister. <laughs> um,
1: this is good. And this is good this is exactly beard. what I wanted to cover tonight. It's important. <laughs> I have a uh, this, I have a quote from Tony Sperano when he walked uh, walked his team out to a, to a field had a shovel in one hand and a football in the other, and he said, quote, what this ball represents and what this hole represents are the first four games of the season, the first quarter of our season. Here's your shovel, here's your tool, and those four games are over with, and we're ready to go to work here. Everybody understand that? End quote. That's I got goosebumps right there. Yeah, Do that's you guys, saying again, you
0: are leading the offensive line. The metaphor
1: yep. there is just...
2: I mean, I get it, but it's deep. Yeah, well... Unless they draft or, um, you know, get some free agents in there. I don't know that he'll have much more success than the guy who they just let go, whose name no one remembers. Of course not. David Dave. Dave. Dave Yankee. Dave
1: Yankee. Yeah. Okay. So are we, are you guys, do you know anything about Shermer that you're pulling for? Does it just like anybody but Norv Um. sort of? feeling
3: Schirmer is a widely respected offensive coordinator i know mm-hmm.
1: that he was on the eagles and they were decent offensively decent.
2: for a few years
1: they were with no quarterback you're
2: really good his first year with uh bradford and him and bradford were there the same time that first That's, year you mean Foles? i think they were good that year no it was i think bradford at the time bradford was oh, no you're right i'm sorry Foles. Oh, you're right Foles. never mind but he was Bradford's OC in St. Louis. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so the first year, and uh, then he got hired uh, yes. on after. Yeah, after that he got hired on, in Cleveland and Cleveland's just I mean, nothing you can do there. Nothing you can. do. couldn't that. even cheat his way to success there. That's it's just a lot no. of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that good? <laughs> wow! Really <laughs> good. That was a good one. God. That yes. was great. That was. I just shot. I feel so bad about my wife saying such hurtful things about you. I
3: feel well. You, I feel like I really, you I really kind of should. You kind of should. Still pretty hurt. <laughs> hurt. Yeah, you should
2: be. It was mean spirited. spirited. Uh, okay,
1: so that it's would okay. that's one other sort of...
3: I'm not sure that it's okay. It's going to take some time.
2: <laughs> going to take a little time. Oh God, now John's singing. Oh, and we're only 20 minutes into it and John's already... I'm drowned. Timothy B. Schmidt of the podcast is... <laughs> those high, those high lonesome harmonies. Uh,
1: have, Okay, so you said that John is Timothy B. Schmidt? Yes.
0: This is the which sportive member is which Eagles member.
2: Oh, yes. Clarence is Joe Walsh.
0: Clarence
1: is
2: Joe Walsh, I'm and I Randy think it ends I'm and uh, Brandon is Bernie Ledden. I'm Bernie Ledden? Yeah, because he's cool. one of us, and so are you. Thank you, and I also... And I'm Randy because there's a lot of Randys in Renville County. So that's...
1: I poured a beer over Glenfry's Fry's head
2: to quit the band. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the best story. If you're going to you're going to leave your multi-billion dollar rock gig. Pour the beer, pour a beer over the head of the guy you can't stand the most, which is hard to do when Don Henley is in the band and it's not him. <laughs> yes, yeah, Don yeah. Henley's like,
0: what?
2: I don't get a beer oh, poured Jim over me. That's <laughs> incredible. Also, we really need to be careful about talking about any aged rock stars cuz <laughs> oh. our um sportive uh, curse has not been kind to um They'll all be the dead moments here. Yeah. When we, when we did that, <laughs> review of Alan Rickman's career. It really yeah, didn't turn out. Exactly. At all. <laughs> <laughs> not like we I have, have an so agenda. Bob to... Seeger is in a good place right now because <laughs> yeah.
1: Geez, that guy looks like an ogre. Um, not like we have an agenda anyway. But I, so I think it's fair to go off topic. I just watched that history of the Eagles. Stu, you've been talking about that for
2: a year or Love two it. now. it's good man but it's one of my favorite documentaries it's good
1: yeah it's very interesting how uh it is you guys know me poochie love being a contrarian i want to i want to be the guy that's like you know what fuck it
2: i like the eagles i can't do it it's yeah i mean some they're just not my they're just not my thing but i mean Mac I don't, Wilson. is h- a much bigger him. music snob. Yeah, Mac Wilson's a much much bigger music snob than I am, and he loves Hotel California. Wow. I mean, it's not, Oh, you know.
3: I don't like that song Jesus. at all. That's yeah, that's the genesis of it, yeah, where I'm, I'm on board a, with you guys. Like, ah, yuck.
2: It's just oh, oh, I mean, and, that, and it's been on. I mean, it's on KQ every 20 minutes. I mean, it's. Well, yeah. A, this was just. It was
1: part of the the documentary that was so interesting to me was there was all these songs that I didn't. No, was actually by the Eagles that I remembered also hating more than anything. <laughs> like take it to the limit or something. I didn't even know that they yeah, sang that song. That's Holy good. shit, that is bad. Desperado. Ugh, oh, that one. So many of them. But there's obviously is
3: another it, song that just drives me crazy. <laughs> I just don't like. have just been playing. But like so Tequila hot. Sunrise, that's just a country song. That's a street ahead country and western song.
1: Yeah, that one seems fine.
3: That I don't hate.
2: Would you say yeah, you like I them more don't. when they tread towards the country line as opposed to the rock line? Would that be a fair I suppose,
3: more? although Desperado doesn't do a lot for me, and I'd say that's, that's certainly on the yeah, countryside. country side. Uh, yeah. But like, Tequila Sunrise, I think, has probably got to be one of their most country songs. Yes. I mean, it's fucking steel guitar in it. Yeah.
1: I didn't realize they started out as basically a country band, backing for Linda yeah, Ronstadt. They were like and Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. yeah. hmm yeah, so that was interesting. They are, I mean, are ex- yeah.
3: extremely talented musicians. They really so talented. Are. Every
1: one of their voices, even like the guys that barely sang, you yeah, hear those guys once They're fucking think amazing. Argue that. That's what's incredible, That's incredible that. to me is they were so talented. They all played multi-instruments and had great voices. Obviously, their music was really catchy, you know, just in general. It's incredible mm-hmm. to meet just... That so many of them are still so bad, you think accidentally one of them would just end up being pretty good? Like any band that has longevity, you're going to be able to find something. Those are the guys to me that just like, Ugh, I really want to like some of these. And, and then they well, are
2: definitely the minority. Yeah, they are huge a lot popular. of people total their music. Yes, yes. Oh, that's what I mean. They're, They're like really, odd, really, really popular. And, I mean, out of them, at least three of them, I mean, both Henley and Fry had a real... I mean, Henley had a huge solo career. Sure. and even had those songs a minor solo career. So bad. Joe Walsh had Life's Been Good, for God's sake. Um. Yeah, that's just... They're just not my cup of tea. They're,
3: and back and, then, the bands... I don't know, they're just kind of an odd band. You, A band mm-hmm. will often come from, you know, the guys all grew up together or in the same town or, you know, it came from the same area. Yep. That's kind of the classic way of a rock band is built. These guys all came from completely different parts of the country. Yeah I together. Just
1: ended up in LA just as grown ups being like roommates.
3: As gr- yeah, as grown ups, not as eighteen year olds coming from different parts of the country, as you know, established musicians that then decided to create a band and then just to bring in Joe Walsh into the fold. I didn't just there's been odd. like 25 members band.
1: of the Eagles, which I didn't realize. Yeah,
3: And Walsh had nothing real, not a lot in common with any of them. And, well, ah, fuck it. Come on in. Let's try you out.
1: Yeah, I guys. know. Because he was,
2: a, yeah, he was a hardcore. Yeah. Just, just a odd. dirtbag rock guy from Cleveland who had a couple, like, big radio hits, but wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. doing anything at the time necessarily. And, and, and he were a guitarist,
3: country or, I don't know, Glenn would moat. He's not Motown, but he's
2: He's from Detroit.
3: More soulful. He's Detroit. He's got the Motown heritage, Thing. I suppose, in some way. Yeah. yeah. Bob Seger. And then man. they bring in Joe Walsh. I don't know. Just <laughs> this is odd. weird.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a, yeah, anyone, it's just I mean, it's three hours. I mean you gotta really commit it. I've
3: never seen it, but yeah, if you, if I, you I should
2: have the Netflix I can't remember if you have the Netflix or not.
3: I have the worst internet connection in the universe okay, we've got right. netflix yeah. but it's unusable so <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can see what they have there they said you have beta max yeah. tapes when
3: you do the dvd <laughs> no idea why we pay for it because we can't use it yeah
1: well to anybody else but who yeah, hasn't seen it again love it really the eagles or time. hate it's the eagles it's
2: just a really interesting uh way that yeah and the, again it's it's a world that doesn't exist anymore i mean there aren't bands like that anymore because just people don't buy music anymore and they're just just the big they were the biggest band in the world and they just i I know there's a story out there that they like around the time of hotel california they hired a guy to like write the big story of the eagles he'd like had like an eight nine hundred page book written and right when he was about to turn it in, Henley got popped for um, having sex with a 15-year-old girl who was like, Whoopsie you know, in her hotel room oh, <laughs> and Fry was out of his mind on 70 different types of drugs. And Joe Walsh was in the band. So that book never <laughs> has seen the light of the day. And it's like property of Eagles Incorporated. So it'll never come out. I'm pretty hmm. sure I'm not lying about this story. It's an actual thing that happened. Facts. we're it. going with it. Uh, yeah, 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 shut up, wait.
1: When they were, there was one point near the end of their first run in 1980 when they hated each other so much they were threatening to kick each other's ass on microphone <laughs> during a concert between songs. Yes. You're a fucking asshole. I can't wait to it see was, you it was off uh, Glenn stage. Fry and Don
2: Felder. <laughs> yeah. And Don, Don Felder is a guy who actually wrote Hotel California. Like, the whole, all of that is his. So, yeah. like, their most recognizable song, and I assume Fry probably would have. You know, drugs and ego at the time. I was like, well, "Fuck this guy! <laughs> it's not that good of a song." Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: he's, he's right.
2: Yeah, yep. I agree. <laughs> it doesn't mention Winslow, Arizona at all. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway,
1: good movie. That good might digression help. Aggression there, guys. Getting back to our theme of the night, pulling us out of our funk. I got good to beer. So that will uh that will help That
0: will that'll get stew out of his funk getting a beer
1: yeah yeah it really will but no like i said i, I don't know much about i don't even know that i hated them honestly that much until i watched this documentary and it was still really illuminating to uh to understand so um okay so do we have any other vikings news updates thoughts that might make us somewhat happy probably not no
0: they're they're going to be allowed to draft New offensive lineman next year. That's a positive thought. They will be. Will yeah. they? Will they? I don't know. Well, they like, would the league le- would allow it. The league will allow. They it. had that opportunity
3: will. last spring, also, and defaulted. Did they, they only draft that one
1: guy last year? Just Clemens. Clemens in the fourth?
0: second. I think. No, fourth. You're right.
1: Yeah, because that Cummings or whatever and was
0: at. They thought, well, he's tall. He'll be a project. And then everybody <laughs> got hurt and he had to start all season and he was awful.
3: They, had- they may have drafted somebody in like the seventh. I don't know. Spielman always goes, oh, I like I like that nine and ten guys. I like to have nine and ten. And so he's always got some goofballs in the seventh and eighth round or seventh, sixth and seventh round that. There is no eighth round. Sixth yeah. or seventh round that right. don't make it. I'm sure there are
0: two guys who are in the practice squad all season and didn't even have the helmets yeah. issued to them. What or if I told you like Belichick drafts
3: the
2: eighth <laughs> round every year? So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, in
1: bylines. it's in the bylaws. It's in the bylaws. Lover motherfucker. So good. Uh, okay, so then we're just going to say that's it for the Vikings this time around. Okay, well, let me ask you this question then. John, I'd like to pose this to you. Give me something good about the wild. Um,
0: they're on the road, so they can't depress us in person.
1: How bad of a swoon is this really, John? Are you just super well, sour right now, Ghost John?
0: Well, I'm always super <laughs> sour, as you well know, but I'm more sour than usual. Because their numbers, the, the the numbers behind the Wild this year haven't been good all year, but they've been winning, so you can sort of ignore it. But now they're sort of regressing to the mean, and they weren't that good to start with, it's not like they were Florida or Chicago, and they ripped off 12 straight wins, and now they lost a couple in a row. Or Dallas went through one of these earlier in the month, where they lost three in a row. Then they just turned around and started winning again. But a while they've lost five in a row, they've scored one goal in the last three games. Pretty much every time you open the newspaper, you got Mike Russo talking about they've scored 22 goals in their last Twenty-one games that weren't empty netters or something like that. Just some Jesus. terrible statistic like that. I, I think it's like twenty-six and sixteen or something like that. They just can't put the fuck in the net, and there's nothing that really indicates that's going to turn around.
1: Um. So when you when you first mentioned that the numbers haven't looked great all season, but they have been winning, what does that mean? Is it strength of schedule? Is it point differential?
0: No. If you look at if you look at their possession numbers and not to go all Hans Van Sluten on you, but just uh, as a reminder, I mean, the way we, the way they measure possession isn't by actual time of possession, but by shots, because that's the only reason they have the puck is to get a shot on goal. So those numbers have not been good for them all year. They, they were sort of in the middle of the pack for a while, and now they've been dropping. Our friend Giles Farrell said that since the middle of December, they're even worse than Edmonton and, or Toronto in those numbers. Which is very bad indeed. Uh-huh. But how, if your phykus pres- number look? Or is it the fezzaweg or the uh, look, how do I move hold on, I gotta mute Stu. I think oh, I can do right. this. Nah. there we go. Oh, oh. There's Stu's muted. Oh you're really good at um, mute Stu. So those numbers those numbers haven't been good all year, but you can sort of overcome those with uh good goaltending and a high shooting percentage like Scoring a lot of goals despite not getting a lot of shots on goal And having a good power play Yep, And their power play is terrible One of the worst power plays in the league And all year their shooting percentage Has been fairly high up the league And their goaltending has been pretty high up the league And so now all of a sudden None of their shots are going in And obviously their shooting percentage is way down
1: Well is shooting percentage not a sustainable skill?
0: No it's not Oh really that's, That's one of those weird. It's a little bit like batting average on balls in play in that way.
1: Yeah, you keep you think it for sure is, you but it's that, just no. Oh, this guy just historical. hits a lot of ground
0: balls and beats him out. Uh, he must he must be great. And then you actually look at it and it's like, well, he really just got very lucky last year, etc.
1: Right. So
0: okay. it, it's kind of the same thing. You look at like Sidney Crosby, and it, you would think that every year he would lead the league in shooting percentage, and he just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Or Ovechkin, he just. Ovechkin doesn't have a particularly high shooting percentage. He just gets a lot of shots on net.
1: Gotcha. So So that's kind of the...
0: Yeah, so basically, in the short run, you can score goals without getting a lot of shots, but in the long run, you tend to regress to the mean. And the same goes for a save percentage. You can... In the short run, you can get really great goaltending, but in the long run, it eventually is going to regress to the mean. And so their goaltending has been... Good, but not spectacular, I would say. I don't know if Clarence agrees with me there.
3: I don't think it's regressed that he's played well during this streak, during this bet down streak.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they haven't played well in, in goal, but it hasn't been absurdly spectacular or anything. I mean, you go back to the old Manny Fernandez, I can't win the game zero to negative one, so...
1: John, how long are you going to have Stu on his muting timeout?
0: I tried to unmute him because I felt bad, but I think he's in control of himself now. There's nothing I can do. Okay,
1: well, hopefully Ghost Stu comes back, too.
2: There, okay. And then Willie Platt said to the guy, Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was in the middle of something, and I just. He was telling a story about the old Gump
0: Worsley days.
2: Okay, so. So is is this slide any different from last year's slide? Or is it pretty much the same slide?
0: Well, it's pretty much the same team, so it's kind of the same slide. I, I was going to say
2: it seems roughly hey. the same. Here, right. Clarence, I, your oh, thoughts? You're a little less angry about it than you Or a little yeah, less. Yeah, I was well, surprised by that.
0: Clarence is very even keeled about the wild.
3: Yeah, it's odd. La- Last year's slide was more about goaltending uh, and offense. Where this. This one is entirely on offense, <laughs> and it—you uh, know—there's components of their game that uh, drive me crazy, but that it's components that have always driven me crazy. That the veteran uh, deference, that, yes, that uh, Yo has uh, you know, trotting Pomonville out there at the power at play, anytime. his his rotting corpse just playing three minutes of power play yeah. every game. That rotting corpse having, has
0: three years left on his contract, I'll have you know. Oh my
3: god, stop. But that's it's been that way for years. Mm-hmm. It's been that way since Heatley he he trotted Heatley out there too. That's been that kind of stuff's been driving me crazy for years.
0: How about uh, at least back checks. He's oh,
3: terrible man, offensively, but at least he's defensively responsible. Right the the, the thing best thing is, uh, that could
0: happen for Pominville is for him to suddenly go on a mini streak where he scores like six goals in six games or something, and the Wild can just trade him immediately for anything.
3: That would be wonderful.
0: What is what
1: would Score be his is, defense, yo? If we had him on for for playing Pominville that much, uh, just, I, he's I like, am not going mistakes. to take.
3: I am not going to bench my team leaders. The. Players that I count on to score, I am not going to bench. I am going to continue to play them, and and that's it. And hope that they, uh, hope that they snap out of it. That is his hope. I mean, he said it as much today. Go to Russo's blog. That's exactly what he said. Russo asked him, "Have you considered benching some of your veteran players?" And he said, "Absolutely not. I am not going to bench the guys that we count on." in favor of younger guys that are unproven damn it
1: i feel like that, no one's ever brought this up before but have we ever considered just taking the keys giving them to the kids
3: that's that's why i'm even killed because you can only be you can't really just scream for four years
1: yes we've I, been scream- tried that's the point of this it, podcast We've done 143 episodes, of exactly ones a week wrong. for four straight years.
3: I'm at, the, I've. They can't hurt you anymore. You're tired.
1: no They can't hurt you like man. You can hurt you.
0: You know how. <laughs> you know how they said when that was hurt Walter Cronkite, no. when they lost Cronkite they lost America and Vietnam when Clarence is too beaten down to even complain anymore you've you've lost america. Lost, yeah. Mike Yo has lost America here.
3: I do think that they can wrong. snap out of this. They it's it's not injuries that, you know, it's not like, oh man, they really lost somebody and Some injuries really be helpful.
1: That's not a point on your they, favor.
3: They played really well. They were one of the best teams in the league like 2 weeks ago. I mean, not long ago and nothing has changed except now they just they just can't score. Well, what They're about scoring, this regression candy, of
1: the nerdy stats are. scoring
3: or... can be streaky. Okay. Well, I, I, I do think I'm not saying they will. I do think it's possible that they can snap out of this far easier than in the than what it took in the past. Like last year, that was a freaking miracle trading for Dubnik and him turning out to <laughs> be, uh, you know, in the Vesna trophy running. I mean, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> that's that remarkable. True. Uh, they don't. They don't need a miracle like that this year to snap out of it. I don't. It's not. It wouldn't be as big of a miracle if they suddenly start scoring some goals because they have in the past. I guess is what I'm saying.
0: Hmm. Okay.
3: I so think, that's the closest we can get to the good side.
0: The opinion on your your opinion on the Wild really depends on whether you think they're a good team going through a bad stretch right now or. They were always a bad team and now this is the true team coming out.
1: Well what are the the, the advanced stats don't say they're a bad team, do they? Or they just the average? advanced
0: teams say that they're a mediocre team. Mediocre. Okay. That they're in the bottom half of the league.
1: Yikes. Yikes. I'm trying to look for happiness, guys. You got well nothing funny. Uh, we're not talking wrong.
2: about the Timberwolves tonight, are we? sport.
0: Would you like to be happy that Chicago's won 13 games in a row and the Wild are too far behind them to even have a hope of getting anywhere near them?
1: Those are sort of things I don't want to talk about. Those are oh. bad examples.
0: See, as longtime listeners of the podcast will know, I have no other... That's my default setting. <laughs> that's, that's all I have.
1: Ghost angry, John does not do Angry
0: happy. bitterness <laughs> is all I bring to this podcast.
1: Oh, Okay. Well, should we try? Should we look at other sports?
2: Sure, sure. Okay. Oh boy, um,
0: <laughs> you know what? You other sports would you like to talk about, Brandon?
3: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care.
1: I don't think the Wolves are a road we want to head down tonight. Well, actually, you know what? This is not necessarily going to be a consensus. There are probably more than one, not many, but more than one fan in the state, in addition to Clarence, that are happy with the way this is going because it's proving that Sam Mitchell is over his head and they're going to be able to get yet another high draft pick. Clarence, is that your stance on this season? I know that you are not paying attention, but... You're okay with taking My
3: stance is that they will get the high draft pick and get rid of Sam Mitchell.
1: Yes. Yep. So you're, you're okay with this season being unwatchable because you don't think watch if, them. <laughs>
3: if you are a true Wolves fan, you should be ecstatic the way that it's turned out. The worst thing that could have happened is if they would have gone 30 and 52, retained Sam Mitchell, and had like a, the 13th pick.
1: Well, there would be more games to cheer for. That would be fun. They already have enough young guys. They might not need another young project. So that would have been fun if they went 30-52 and because that would typically mean that Towns and Wiggins were really good and even better than they are now and that Sam Mitchell was competent. But there's a middle scenario there where they – where they showed some signs of life and Mitchell still moved on next year. Are you just saying Glenn is so set in his ways that that's just an unlikelihood?
3: That's exactly what I'm that saying. That sounds
1: like the truth. Glenn needs to Glenn needs what, to be like slapped in the Glenn's face a with a new owner. He's
3: yeah. owned the team for a long time. He has a track record.
1: Yep. I keep thinking that like hey, the older these guys get, the more impatient they get. They probably the truth is, the older they get, the more set in their ways they are, like every other old person in the world, and like we're all going to be.
3: Mm-hmm. M. Or am.
1: Or am. Yeah, you being 67 years old. Um, yeah, that's fair. But I, as a Wolves Die Hard, a, a shamed Wolves Die Hard, I'm not proud of this, um, am not happy with, with this season, and I would be happier with more wins. So I'm not finding any happiness there. So I will say, Clarence and a few of your ilk can probably find a tiny bit of set of happiness there if you were watching, which you're not. So let's mm-hmm. move on. Um, John, can you somehow spin this gopher basketball? Uh, never mind. <laughs>
0: I will say that I'm. Nope. I'm nope. actively nope. hoping the Gophers lose every Big Ten game this year. So you're you're to track? the point
1: where you're just laughing at how insane this yeah, is and how bad he be, is as a coach.
0: If they're going to be terrible, I'd like them to be historically terrible.
1: can I, and we may have asked this before, but I am having a hard time understanding how somebody can be so bad at coaching that has devoted their life to coaching and has such a smart dad. How does? How does that happen? He's been on a coaching staff for 10 straight years. This is not like an athletic ability thing where you just have to be born with it. Just He's been obsessed with basketball. He's been working are we, so hard.
0: What on Are we earth? entirely convinced that he's a terrible coach, or has he just not been a good recruiter so far?
1: Well, I would say from a... Non obsessive, they seem to be. If you if you listen to Amelia, our friend, and 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 others who kind of care about basketball, they weren't supposed to be this bad, right? So looking at the talent level, it seemed to be they're going to be bad. Yeah, but not this bad. Not lose by thirty five points were, to they other were shitty at best teams. Best
2: an MIT team coming into the season, but they're clearly much worse than that.
1: So that to me, typically strikes me as being a coaching thing when we see the opposite happen all the time i know there are exceptions but these uh, really really high powered coaches hey it's gonna be a down year for us these are all new guys they are not very good recruits etc still can coach them up somewhat so i'm just again i haven't been watching but it's it's odd to me how bad they've become and it's it's odd if it's just that he's that bad of a coach how could you be this bad of a coach it's all you do so maybe it is, John. Maybe because that doesn't make any sense to me. So maybe it's just one of those weird perfect storms of he's still kind of unsure what to do, and the players are just not performing because that's they're nineteen years old; they're kids.
3: Yeah,
0: Brandon. Let me ask you this, Brandon. You watch a lot of pro basketball, and granted, you watch the Wolves and the Sixers, so it's sort of
1: we're going to do sarcastic quotes in, around pro basketball
0: pro in quotes, but. When you watch college basketball, does it just seem really disorganized and terrible to you? It does. Or does it seem interesting in a different way? No, and it
1: seems disorganized and terrible to me. The second part of
0: my question is, has it always been this way and I only recently noticed?
1: Well, that's a tougher one because I didn't really get into basketball really in any way, like actually paying attention to basketball until about five years ago, eight, eight maybe 10 years ago. So it's been... A slow thing for me, so I don't remember what it was like
2: as a kid. So I don't hey, know ask that... an old person. He, me, I have an answer to that. <laughs> Stu, Stu, was it always this bad? No, it used to be really good. <laughs> but then they, then they decided they couldn't keep them into you know in college for four years, and they let them leave early. Yeah, but, but even that's... that was fifteen years ago, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that was when I was, it was like bad in fifteen years school. ago. Was it still bad then? Mm, yes. Okay,
1: so it's been bad since then. Like
0: when Bashan Leonard and Ariel McDonald's were running the floor. Was it bad then?
2: No, it wasn't that bad. Not this bad, but it was bad. It was. It's. It's different now. It's a whole. In your
0: estimation, when did it start getting bad?
2: Um. What was the year? Kobe and Garnett. Ninety-five came in, like ninety-five. Pretty much right about then is where the it started going down. Would
0: you say? Can you use? The words Kwame Brown
2: in your answer, if possible. <laughs> he plays <laughs> the word Kwame Brown. Let's yes.
1: blame Kwame. Even Kwame is listening. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's fine. Well, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I should probably not I, have been drafted.
0: I, I? I should have gone to college. I should have. I should have gone, gone to
1: the mid two thousands was uh, was Chris Weber or sorry mid nineties was Chris Weber Christian yeah. Leitner that whole crew and even Weber went out after a sophomore right yeah. but he still right. had two years of right um, I think that college basketball to me is a sport that could be great but it's just a mess right now i think they need to i know they have they officially changed the shot clock i know they were working on that last year
2: um i don't even know what the shot clock in college basketball is it was 35
1: 45 seconds yes 35 and then in a couple tournaments last year they went to 30 and they thought it helped um speed the game up so that's good (laughs) Uh, It should be even less, obviously. But I think the charging rules are also a huge concern, too, because that's not a fun part of the game whatsoever. No one wants to see you charge. Maybe like seven old white guys, but they're wrong.
0: I love charging. I'm an old white guy.
1: Yeah, it just sort of takes a lot of the speed and fun out of the game when no one's trying to actually... (laughs) Man, defend? when I played
0: kid basketball, I did nothing but try to take charges because I couldn't defend anybody.
1: I know that's what's happening. I can get like, run
0: over, no problem.
1: No one's trying to defend anybody. They're like, "How about if I just stand here? Standing might be okay. <laughs> My dad won't yell at me if I take a charge. <laughs> exactly. It's better than being posterized. I
2: won't get the belt this time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it could be. I think it could be a lot better game than it is right now, which is which is a bummer. Because we're so sad, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we need something. Okay, so go for basketball. Let's cross that out. That's not going to work either. Okay, I have one. How about the Twins? Um, can
2: boy
0: they sure have made no improvements whatsoever this last okay. season. So they... I know
1: that we all want to vent because I do too. <clears throat> Again, I am trying to do the what's that? What's that asshole thinking? Is the new segment? I think so. Terry Ryan. What is that asshole thinking? What's his defense? Um, like he's doing um, something, right? I know that even as cynical as us, we know he's working hard.
2: Is he, he on the caravan right now? He's th- <laughs> God damn it. Seriously, is he on the caravan? Is that uh, qualifies as doing something. But like Going what is... He, he has run some numbers
1: or he's looked at a whiteboard or something and thinks he's got something happening
2: this year. He's calling ahead to, to like the pizza ranch. just like a discount. For a <laughs> just making sure. I think you got a lot of
3: advocates side is saying they've got a stockpile of young bullpen arms Yep, in the wings and they do not want to hand out multiple year contracts to free agent relievers.
1: And they don't want to do a one or two year deal that for like 9 million a year because that's just insane. And the reason is... They don't want to do a
3: two-year deal at all. So like that Bastardo got a two-year deal. They don't want to hand out a two-year deal and potentially block one of their young bullpen pen arms. That's it. But they
1: learned from Anthony learn.
3: Slamma.
0: But last year, they signed Tim Stouffer and then pitched him 25 times despite the fact he didn't get anybody out. He last was, year. He was as bad as you could... We're going to get it right. that's... When that was their philosophy right. last year, why are we assuming they changed
3: it
2: this
0: year?
3: I don't know, John. I'm trying to play devil's advocate. We're here. playing. What's that asshole thinking? I don't. Thinking? I don't. I don't. I don't know. So are But that was a mistake. So maybe they realized, hey, that was a mistake. So does Let's that mean to that, do that again?
1: But they're not going to bat to to up north this year with all young guys bullpen. Most no, likely.
3: They got the, right? Top but, three spots are are taken. Yep. You got they Kirkland, signed and May.
0: They re-signed Casey Fiend.
1: Fiend and Boyer.
3: And Fiend is four. So they got
1: no Boyer Boyer's okay. gone. So, Fien,
3: so they got their top four is is set. And then whatever uh starter doesn't make it will be their fifth reliever. Okay. So that's five.
1: And that's okay. So then they have two more, basically, right? They're going to go to twelve, most likely. And then they're
3: going to—they got this this stable of youngsters, and then apparently they're just going to have two of them leave
0: them whatever all. Whatever the players. top two are,
3: whatever the top two are, they go north. The other ones go to Rochester, and they'll just try to find the last two from their young guys. I have not. Or been... they'll sign like a Matt Fort. Thor-
1: That'd be good. He's Jesus. How old is he? Forty
3: nine. Forty yeah. nine. Sounds about right. Thirty. High thirty. Yeah.
2: Jesus, I thought he was high 30s he He's got
3: to be at least thirty nine. pointed out still today. Still cannot
2: hit him as the.
3: He, it's true. I looked it up, he hits, like their lefties batting average against him was like one ninety eight or something like it's that It's impossible year. to hit him. Yeah. If that's the role they put him in, sure. Oh, Lugie, it's, it's it's a reasonable deal. It's worth a shot.
1: It's worth bringing him in. Amen.
0: Matt Thornton turned 39 in September.
1: There you go. Nice job.
0: I can't. Right, now, right now Wade just threw his phone down because he was looking up. <laughs> <out. laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it took my gerb.
0: He took my gerb. Yeah, the only reason I like Matt Thornton is because they might play the clip of the time Jim Tomey hit a walk-off off of his of 12,000 feet to right field. God, that was great. There was a, cu- was a, was a great couple
1: great. of fun seasons. Not that I mean, it actually was kind of long ago, but in the grand scheme of things, not that long ago. It hasn't yeah. been bad for 20 years or anything.
3: Well, like in, in the <laughs> term Jim of like, placiation, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was not that long ago.
1: In baseball terms, it was. Um I got an ask sportive for you from our friend Giles who we love hi Giles Hey Giles is it un I want Stu to answer this Is it unreasonable to think the Twins will regress down to 73 wins this year Is it unreasonable
2: no, It is not unreasonable Literally everyone if you like see anybody with like a you know baseball prospectus like, you know, name tag, Mm -hmm. they will grab you by the lapels and say the Twins are going to regress this year. (laughs) They're they're screaming it from the the top of the mountain that they're going to regress. And let's see, they didn't change their team at all, except for Park. That's really about it. So I I just don't know. I think it's not unreasonable. I think Giles has a very fair point. It would not surprise me if they were below 500 this year.
1: Hey. Why are they so obviously going to... I'm not saying I'm disagreeing at all, but I'm trying to think back of of why they're for sure going to regress. Because if you look at the guys who had great seasons for him last year, I know there were some surprises. Like, we didn't expect Ploof to be... Ploof was pretty good. Uh, your guy, Ed Escobar, was good. A few others. But also... You know, Maurer sucked. He shouldn't have been that bad. So I know that they're going to regress. I'm just wondering exactly
0: how far. And I, I don't. Stick with, if you're wondering how this is going to happen, Brandon, I want you to just close your eyes for a second. And now imagine Miguel Sano chasing a pop fly in the outfield. <laughs> and that's... imagine that as a metaphor for Jesus. the Twins franchise.
1: Yeah, that's that's you're right.
0: Here's Miguel Sano trying to come in on a sinking liner in right field. Just imagine that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, it's bad, John. John, it's bad. I, <laughs> oh, it's so let crazy. me out.
1: Let me out. I don't want to be in this.
0: Right. I'm haunting Clarence in the afterlife, not you.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Ghost John. Thank you so much, Ghost John. Um,. So what is guess- the, is there an update on Barrios? What what people are thinking he's going to, is he just, he's our guy?
3: Service man. Uh, he'll, he'll be in the he's minors first, for like, two, right? what, three I weeks or something?
1: We'll see him, yeah. There you go. And then when is he, let's just take bets right now.
2: When does he blow his arm out? No.
3: Uh, how Wait, many days are in this? May Thirty. 30? <laughs> May 30th. Yeah,
2: thanks, John. Thanks, John Martholler. <laughs> Well John's not here anymore, as you know. Oh, okay. Um
1: I'm gonna go with uh August eleventh.
0: I'm early. gonna go earlier than that. July fifteenth.
1: Okay. Clarence has May thirtieth. Stu, give it to me. Um he
2: will let's see. Oh Sophie, what do you no. think? Sophie says lower, Lower, um,
3: Try <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, in a well. Terry Ryan's in a well, that's why he hasn't made any moves well. <laughs> no, that's why. That makes sense. Um, let's see. I, I will say later in this, like probably maybe like the thir- uh Man, September thirtieth is a really good answer because it like screws him for the next season too. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's mm. good. So I'm going to say winter mm-hmm. ball next year, after like a weird, you know, like halfway good, halfway bad, kind of like Buxton's year last year where there were like positives and negatives. He'll have a year like that this year and he'll feel a twinge like December 15th. Mm-hmm.
3: Rest and rehab.
2: Yeah. Yep. Rest and work? rehab and he'll get to spring training and then try to open it up a bit and, and then he's out.
3: Yeah. Shit.
2: yep. Shit. Yeah, just, yep. Shit. That, they're Merry Christmas Twins fans. <laughs> J.O. Barrios is giving you a torn ulnar nerve. Yikes. Ouch. My ulnar nerve is just screaming, thinking about it. Yeah, we know. Is that the one that you had to get fixed? Or Yep. Oof, God, it just sounds like it hurts. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just straight nerve
2: nerve Ugh. endings on your Maybe, bone. Yeah, anything with the nerve getting torn just seems like... Not not like, you know, getting your finger stuck in the garage door, like a weird beard type of thing, but still. No. <laughs> How's it coming along, by the way? Oh, it's, uh, <clears throat> the nail's still on, which is great. Ooh, nice.
1: Yeah, still swollen, still black and blue. I've, get, I've gotten a few weird questions at work. Yeah, uh, yeah I feel, uh, I, I still feel very embarrassed to tell the story. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So where, um, where do you think, let's, I want to do another prediction for the season for the Twins. For baseball in general, where on the ballot for MVP is Aaron Hicks going to fall this year? Oh. Like, hmm. Seventh, eighth. I mean, he'll be up there. You know, he's when just Aaron gonna... Hicks
0: hits twenty-five home runs this year. I'm just gonna it's gonna it. sting. It's gonna sting bad.
2: And somehow they're all from the right side of the plate. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think. Of like you know, speaking of calendar day, it's like no one of the first rebirth in the Bronx. Like headline comes from like the New York Times sports section, and it's a big picture of smiling Aaron Hicks, just you know, out there just having having a ball. April
1: nineteenth, they start out twelve Robin and four, Holmes. and yeah, he's yeah. already got and six the bombs. the New York
0: Post will have a picture of him hitting a digger on the back page, next to a picture of John Paul Ryan Murphy in the Twins dugout eating a chicken leg <laughs> for no <laughs> good reason, not playing at all. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Well, uh, maybe maybe everything works out perfectly. You know the rule. You guys know the rule. Everyone who is good will stay good. Everyone who is bad will get better.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So that's that's one of our answers of how things are going to get better. If that happens, that's, that's great. It's literally the only answer. It is. It's the only actual. Uh, we've got another S supporter from our friend Dave, our old uh, Randball comments friend Dave. Has any team squandered depth at a position like the Twins have with their outfield talent? So this was, what, a few years ago when they had Revere.
0: Well, the year, the, the, the offseason when they traded Denard Span and then turned around and traded Ben Revere as well, that was a special brand of something.
1: Span, Revere, and now Hicks. They've traded three of them for depth?
0: And, well,
3: oh, yep, May.
1: They, they got May, right? Or is that Trevor May? And Alex
3: Meyer. Alex and now
1: Meyer. May, Meyer, and Paul Murphy. Ryan. May, Meyer, Murphy. Gotcha. Okay.
3: Yes.
1: Something there could be good. May was fine last year. And he's still fairly young.
2: Seems <laughs> like a cool guy. That helps.
0: It's a good thing we're wasting some of his best years where he can throw 75 innings in the bullpen.
2: Yep. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely want to do that.
0: All, all in Las causes. what you want out of a good young starter is to, for him to be the mop up
2: man. It's for him to get supplanted by Ricky in Alaska. That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Ugh, forget it. Yeah, this is this isn't helping anything. No, nope. This We're actually making this whole show has
1: made it worse. I sort of sensed that was going to happen when I thought about. Yeah. is there any way for us to be more happy talking uh, it just, out? You know, yeah, yeah, that's just usually yeah. group helps. This has not been helping. This yeah, but
2: not not when everything's bad. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're and right. I mean, Ghost John has actually made things worse. I mean, he's even worse As does. ghosts All do. <laughs> worse. How, very very rarely do ghosts help a situation. Yeah. Or Thanks, I just, the Ghost. Think it, no. Okay. The positive I get out of the Ghost <laughs> John is that it's not Ghost Dave. <laughs> ghost <laughs> Dave would be malevolent. <laughs> Can't even he imagine. He'd be a fucking poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> It would not be good.
1: Speaking of evil twin Ghost Dave, uh, he did write in with an Ask Sportive as well. Uh, do you guys have Ooh. any book or movie recommendations to fill time until April? I already mentioned that Eagles documentary, which is perfect because that will last until about April. That thing is like three and a half <laughs> hours long. That's a good one. Which Lance will
0: start trying to load it via his
2: internet now. And by <laughs> April know, he, he, might, <laughs> he might have the whole thing loaded. Come home for lunch, still buffering. Head back to work. <laughs> he'll show. He'll show up at home. It'll be like an episode of Home Star Runner from nineteen ninety eight. It's a good pull. It's a good pull, yeah, Stu. I am proud. Great of you. pull, but great pull by me. Yep. Great. Um, pull, great pull I am by reading me. a Tom Petty biography. That's pretty good so far. He grew up, you know, shit ass poor in Florida and Florida guy, huh? Tilled the same fields that the Eagles did in the late seventies. Um, so, Stu, what is the what is the snob?
1: Feeling about Petty? Is he a classic guy? Is he a rip-off artist? Somewhere in between? I What's think,
2: he? I think he just sort of settled into being Tom Petty, so everyone kind of likes him. Like no one like Petty. shit for liking Tom Petty.
1: Yeah, I, I think Petty's
2: great. the hipsters like him, the meat and potatoes guys like him, the country guys like him, the rock guys like him, the hip hop guys like him. It's just he's Tom Petty. Yeah, he kind of just steered that little weird course to like he's respectable for pretty much everybody. An I mean, I'm sure girl. someone will like, write in after listening that's to this and cool. he sucks. He's no, like, whatever, but, you know,
1: well. Well, Paul Westerberg was throwing some shade at him for stealing a line from him at one point. Yeah, he did. I remember that. Rebel without a clue.
2: Yeah, Rebel without a clue. Yep. I think huh. we, lost, we lost Clarence, by the way.
1: Oh, no shit.
0: Oh,
2: that's yeah, a bummer. A
0: he didn't book. even say goodbye. hmm <laughs> All those cracks about his internet were enough to just get him to go. <laughs>
1: that actually is a perfect irony that he his internet fucked up at the very end when we were making fun of him. Um okay. Well that's See, I'm reading that it's
2: a good it's good. It's called Petty since that's his last name. Interesting. Interesting. I get it. Was yeah. he also yeah, yeah. Petty? I've really... Like no, he seems to have been a fairly fairly decent guy <laughs> for being a rock star in the seventies so far. He hasn't gotten into heroin yet. I haven't gotten to that part of the book yet, but he's gotten into something. He looks like he's a thousand years old. Well, he is a thousand years old. He's in a he's an immortal one. He's a Highlander. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point.
0: You know, there's that one creepy, weird old guy that always shows up in the front row at every big NBA game. Yes, I yeah. forget what his
2: actually name is. Jimmy I, Goldstein. Time that,
0: yeah, every time I see that guy, I'm like, is that Tom Petty? <laughs> yeah,
2: it's, uh, Lou Adler. Play I breakdown. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. how bad Tom Petty he, looks. Yeah. I got another ass sportive. This one came in late. Um, it's from our good friend CD12 Josh. Oh, great. And hey, I Josh. think we should probably direct this at Brandon uh-huh. because uh-huh. this is Brandon's apartment. Josh says, I'm all about function over fashion. Does anyone really use the front door on their boxer briefs?
1: Oh, the little slot deal?
0: Yep. Those yeah. are
1: uh, actually a brilliant thing to do if... What you're into is pissing all over your leg (laughs) (laughs) Like if you want to dribble on the front of your Pants they're just for sure Use that front slot deal I I don't know what I I think that the point is I'm just guessing here but Like you use that because You're all kind of tucked in dress shirt And suit Mm -hmm. wise you don't want to so you just Like unzip your fly And just dig your hand into your Pants through a bunch of material until you find your wiener and then you yank on that thing maybe <laughs> I, I i don't use it i'm never going to use it it seems crazy to yeah me. maybe it's just, just for seems... airflow yeah, yeah i don't just, maybe that's if you're getting maybe high, that's you just, ahead
0: just ahead open ahead. it up while you're sitting at the desk or something <laughs> just, just yeah like, All right, let's get a breeze through here
1: yeah i mean i i'm trying to think i know i have pairs that don't have that front thing and i don't remember being like well i can't wear these gotta have the slot so
2: I would say, don't worry about it, Josh. Yeah, just just yank them, yank them down. Yep. You'll try to do the sit in your own pee the rest of the day. Do the what, quick what, yank. What down. Smells like pee. Why does everything smell? Oh, that's right. I tried. Oh, it's me. It's <laughs> me that smells. <laughs> like everything smells
1: like pee. Especially if you're wearing chinos, like khaki colored. Yeah, oh that's boy, a death yeah, wish. Trying to use the the front door through the chinos, you're just asking for it. No. You're asking to be in the bathroom for. 20 minutes trying to dry, mm-hmm. using the dryer, aiming it at your crotch. <laughs> yeah, it ain't right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or like my uncle dribbles on himself so much when he pees. When he's wearing khakis, he brings a folder into the bathroom with him so he can hold it in front of his crotch <laughs> on the way back to his desk. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that, that's what he's bringing well, the Why does Don carry a clipboard with him everywhere he <laughs> yeah, goes? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's always in the bathroom
1: with him. It's not sanitary. He should clean that thing.
0: I, for some reason, when he said he brings a folder, and I thought he was going to use it as sort of a defensive mechanism, like holding it up in front of himself while he's going to the bathroom, <laughs> no, no. Like, hopes of not dribbling on his pants, it's
2: <laughs> like hiding a copy of We from 1978. Yes, yes. Oh boy. Um, well, that's we all I got. Back?
0: I think we got Clarence back right for the end there.
3: I'm back just in time to say goodbye. Yes. Just in time to say goodbye, that which is fine. Perfect. It's all good.
0: Just in time to say goodbye. It's one of my favorite Eagles songs.
2: Oh, God, shut up. Um, oh, somebody did mention that we should, if we are going to go for an hour or two hours, just talking about how great Hans Gruber was in Die Hard in, in recognition of Alan Rickman. And I just wanted to share a sportive fact with everyone that I saw on the internet is that that, that Die Hard was Alan Rickman's first movie role, which is just, you know. Really? Wow like he was around forever, but that was like his very. Huh. He'd like been an English theater actor, and they just grabbed him for the bad guy role in a Bruce Willis action. they movie
0: needed someone to be German, and they they had to they go with somebody <laughs> had an English accent.
2: Well, the best part about that movie is he's a British guy with a German accent, and then he tries to talk, speak English, like in one part of the movie, if I remember right, and that mm-hmm. was very, very funny to me. But anyway, Alan Rickman was awesome, and that's it's impressive. A really, it's a shame that he's dead because. They do not make bad guys like that. He was really, really good at it. I'll give you. I'll give you
0: another Die
2: Hard Easter egg for the next
0: time you're watching Die Hard. You know, right at the end when Hans gets dropped off the building. When mm. they were filming that scene, they they were going to film him from above, and they were going to drop him a fairly long ways to get the uh, look of him dropping and falling all the way down. But they wanted there to be a surprise look on his face, and they knew if they just dropped him, he would be prepared for it and he wouldn't be surprised. So they said, alright, Alan, we're going to drop you on three. And they went one and dropped him.
3: <laughs> That's genius in movie making.
2: That's mm-hmm. true. And that the, and the I can't remember if it was a screenwriter or the director of Die Hard, but he was the basis for the character of Walter Sobchak in The Big Lebowski.
3: No yeah, way. Yeah. yeah,
2: way. I think yeah. uh, John McTiernan, I want to say. <clears throat> Pretty sure that was that's not wrong. That he's kind of like a belligerent, you know, kind of you know, wacko, and but they everyone kind of loves him, and that's why they made Walter's object out of him.
1: Yeah, I heard that he was an actual person. He's shown up at yeah. the. They have a Lebowski fest every year, and yeah, the exactly. real life dude showed up. So that must have been him. Yeah, that is boy. So,
2: yeah, that's there's little little more detail for everybody here
1: quick call back to evil twin ghost dave who asked for movie recommendations those are two great suggestions die hard and lebowski lebowski and the history of the eagles never get old and the history of the eagles yep right
0: right, before we go i'll give you one thing to actually feel good about yes yes blackhawks lost today hey all right
2: that's great blackhawks
0: lost
2: yay and uh, are they still all out of of jail Oh yeah, God! Didn't Kane get accused again today? That, that would was... make me happy. Wait, he got
0: accused of the same thing again.
2: No, different I don't know if it's the person I, yeah, think. I don't. I don't <laughs> know enough to comment about it. We probably <laughs> that there was a s- sort of
3: story posted online about him. Yeah, he's the damn Ben thing. Roethlisberger of hockey. Ew. Yeah,
2: pretty pretty
1: much. Yikes! That's the that's a very bad thing to. Yeah, I mean, well, it's not, let's deserves it a,
2: it's not closing. That somebody somebody think, <laughs> think of something really quick.
1: <laughs> let's think of other Ben.
2: No, no, we don't. Uh, Let's not Jesus, do that. Um, oh, hey! Um, this, the Wild scored
0: a power play goal, too. It's
2: all looking up now. Oh, Pommando. you're way ahead of me. Or, um, oh, oh, sorry. Pommando? Who got the, who it, got the crazy, on? Crazy. crazy. Oh, See, yeah, that's why we do this, guys. gets the goal, there's a surprise.
1: We're feeling pain. Our uh, tens of thousands of listeners are feeling pain. We just needed to, to get together and come up mm-hmm. with something happy. And while we were talking, something good happened.
0: See, yep, I told you. It's all looking up now. now Everything's coming up. We sporty. turned it around.
2: Yeah, and our listeners, uh, we didn't spend even five seconds talking about Brady versus Manning because we respect you right. and love you. Thank You're thank welcome you for listening.
1: You're very welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be a fun Sunday for fun teams to watch, no matter what. Love Go or hate post. them, it'll be fun. Three out of four. <clears throat> One great team. One great team. Dynasty,
0: dynasty. Shut up, Brandon. All right, Stay
1: your own. All right, I'll shut it. Um, that's it. I think that's all we got. Don't you think? Should we be done? Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Again, Ma- Mandy once again to apologize to Clarence, but again, <laughs> she knows it might take some time. That there is like you know steps. That you don't just you know forgive that trespass. And uh, she so you know.
1: quickly when she was asked the question, "Who on the sport of seems most like a Patriots fan?" Oh, Clarence! Not even. I'm not sure. Let me think about it.
3: Apologize. (laughs)
1: It's too late.
3: (laughs) Too late. Apologize. Oh yeah. Angela. Too late, (laughs) Angela. Angela. Samantha.
1: Samantha,
3: apologizing. Jonathan. You too, Mona. No more sorries. Hey. <laughs> Jumping God, sharks. That's, that's so bad. <laughs> you, guys, you guys think Rick, the Rick one's better than that, huh? <laughs>
1: Pretty
3: good. Clarence,
1: just a little peek behind the curtain. The one thing Clarence is ever prepared for is, Hey, can you uh, let me do my Rick Spielman impression this week on the podcast? Huh? Sure, yeah, go for it.
2: <laughs> Clarence,
1: do your I impression. I so prepared. Uh, 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 I got a
2: five-minute talk about Rick Spielman at the grocery store. Yeah, I got (laughs) minutes, guys.
1: You just throw it over to me and go get yourself a beer. I'll be doing this for a few minutes. Uh, uh, Get it right? (laughs) Just wanted to say those three words. Huh. And then we didn't want to move on because he had a bit. So we're like, oh, what else has he got here? Get it right. (laughs) Oh, boy. So stupid. Hollow shame. God, I'm so dumb.
2: An idiot. Yep. That's yep. Awesome. That was good. It's <sighs> my, my favorite thing. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. We call
1: it? That'll do it. Let's call it a all night. Right. We love you. We miss you. Yeah. We miss good you night. And uh, yep. try to be
3: happy. Goodbye. See you all. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.